Hello, welcome to take three of this podcast. I've tried to record several times today, but first time the cats are running around and the most recent time the heater kicked on when I was like a minute into recording. So hopefully nothing else gets in my way today, but welcome back. I apologize for the break that I took. Um, I don't know why I started when I did, but it was right as I was finishing up college. So I had to take a few weeks just to focus on that. But now that I am mostly done, I should be back on the um, anticipated every Sunday schedule. Um, so yeah, welcome back to Pagan Preaching. I am Ethne. Uh, I understand that it's probably going to be a little jarring if you listen to the last episode and now you're listening to this one and it sounds different and I do apologize if you preferred my format in my last episode but I just I don't think it was very me uh writing out everything I was gonna say really got me in my own head and I felt like everything was gonna sound wrong and I stopped writing really early because I thought I had more and then I only ended up with a 15 minute podcast and it just didn't feel very authentic so I am going to try today just to speak from the heart and preach to you that way if you like this better please reach out to me and let me know um, just reach out to me at all. You can find me on Twitter at Pagan Preaching, and you can email me at, uh, my email address is ethne.aon, E-T-H-N-E, period E-A-N, at yahoo.com. Um, I do check that. I haven't received anything yet, but uh, I am checking there often, so definitely if you have suggestions or constructive criticism, I'm really receptive to that. So couple things I wanted to shout out to uh, Pagan Pathways Temple. They have a podcast on Spotify. Uh, it's recordings of live sermons from their service. I just started listening to it today. It's really awesome. It's what I've been looking for forever because I haven't been able to find any like real pagan preaching, uh, which is why I started this podcast. Um, but the problem is that I've only made one episode and I also hate listening to the sound of my own voice. So hearing somebody else speak to the power of paganism in their lives is really, like I can't think of another word, but awesome. Um, and they also have way more posts than I do. They have a bunch of different speakers, so definitely check them out. Um, and also, blessed Yule to anybody celebrating. Um, today we're going to be talking about the God uh, as kind of a sequel to my previous podcast on the goddess. So I figured this is, would be the best day to get back into it. And kind of the birthday of the God, I suppose. If you're celebrating, this might be a much bigger deal for you if this isn't your jive then I totally understand. Um, I'm sitting here 
in my podcast room. I've got some lemon zinger tea because I felt like that was very sunny. And I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna read to you first a couple passages from my book of shadows that I like. And then I'll just get right into some preaching. But yeah, today would be a great day to, um, well, today and tomorrow, be good days to be around your family. Remember that it's cold and it's dark and it sucks right now, but it's about to get so much better and spring is on its way. We just need to stick together and give as much positive energy to the sun and the God that we can to bring about that change and that warmth a little quicker. Uh, one way I do this is um, I keep little chopped up pieces of cinnamon bark that I burn as offerings. Um, cinnamon is associated with the sun and fire and masculinity. I use it in a lot of my spells just as like a power up, but I think it would be really great this time of year if you're an offering burning kind of person to throw a little bit of cinnamon in whatever you're doing just to aid the god in his transition back into power. So first I'm going to read to you the charge of the dark god. <sighs> Listen to the words of the dark god who of old was called Acheron, Chamber, Anubis, Hades, Mars, Hodor, and by many, many other names. I am the shadow in the bright day. I am the reminder of mortality at the height of living. I am the never-ending veil of night where the star goddess dances. I am the death that must be so that living may continue. For behold, life is immortal because the living must die. I am the strength that protects, that limits. I am the power that says no, no further, and that is enough. I am the things that may not be spoken of, and I am laughter at the edge of death. Come with me into the warm enfolding dark. Feel my caresses in the hands, in the mouth, in the body of the one you love, and be transformed. Gather in the moonless night and speak in unknown tongues. The Dark Mother and I will listen. Sing to us and cry out the power. Sing to us and cry out and the power will be yours to unfold. Blow me a kiss when the sky is dark and I will smile, but no kiss returns. For my kiss is the final one for all mortal flesh. Okay, and the... Next passage we'll read is the charge of the horned god. I am the wild hunter of the forest deep, and I am the fire upon the hill, and I am the sower of the seed and the tiller of the soil of the earth, and I am the golden warrior whose arrows are the shafts of the sun. The thunder is my hooffall, the wilderness my shrine. I wield the oaken staff, the elements at my call. By day I am the sun, by night I ride upon the wild winds. I am a stag, a tree, a mountain, my seed within the earth's dark womb. For I am the horned one, sire of the universe. Love and consort of the goddess am I. In the wilderness doth my spirit dwell. 
and all wildlings and fugitives of oppression are cherished within my heart. To such as thee, my hidden children, I am provider and protector for all things wild and free. And all things of beauty, of freedom and life are joy unto my spirit. Swiftly I come to merriment and laughter, for these are my invocations. For I am the Lord of all life, yet I also have a dark face. For I am death, the reaper of souls, and terrible this is my dark face to those who know not my mystery. Yet to my hidden children, who know and love my spirit, my dark face is also sweet, for this is the face of deep and hidden wisdom. For I am the giver of knowledge. Life and death are mine to give. From death thou shalt be reborn unto new life and love. Therefore seek my spirit and know me, bright and dark. Then thou shalt know my mystery. For I am the ancient one. My faces outnumber the stars. I am the horned one of unnumbered names. I am the gentle and the fierce. I am Cernunos, Herne, Atho, Beli, Haro, the Ancient One, Lord and Sire of the Universe All. Okay, please, please forgive my pronunciations of some of those names. Um, I am incredibly Anglo-Saxon, and I just try my best. But I have had those texts in my Book of Shadows for several, several years. Um, I went through a period, especially at the beginning of my practice, where I didn't feel very connected to the God at all. Um, I was just leaving Christianity. I felt really called to divine femininity. Uh, I was a brand new baby Wiccan, obsessed with the idea that God could be a woman. And I I hate to say it, but I did feel some sort of resentment toward the God. Because all I knew of a masculine deity was oppression and contradiction and conditional love. But as I as I grew in my practice, I realize that everything is balance. Everything is a balance between what is essentially effeminate and what is essentially masculine. And I can't exist without acknowledging the masculine divinity within myself. That masculine divinity is just as important and crucial to who I am as my feminine divinity. So I started to make amends with the God. And I started out by trying to find those texts that really resonated with me. Uh, and it's hard for pagans, not as hard for Wiccans, but still, to find... Um, like any sort of sacred text, we don't have a Bible. We don't have a, a book of doctrine that shows us the way. And in a lot of ways, that's really cool that we can kind of pick and choose what we like. But that also means we have to go hunting for it. And I think that's what's really special about paganism is there's no passive pagans. Like we don't have the opportunity 
to step back and, you know, be told what to believe and what to think about things and what to read to make us feel powerful in our religion. Those are all things we have to seek out. And I think that makes our religion so special and potent and something that we really hold close to ourselves and for good reason. So I went through that journey with God and I tried to think how can I, as somebody who has had a tricky relationship, not just with the God of Abraham, but with men, how can I reconcile those feelings of skepticism and dislike with honoring a deity who made me, you know, like that's my belief. The gods put me together. And I started by finding just things to read and seeing how the God positively affected other people. And it wasn't until I had a realization about myself that I I love the sun. I've always loved the sun and felt very strongly connected to the sun because I value life. And as much as I find peace in the darkness, it's the sun that brings us life, which is also interesting because the sun god is the one that also takes us away in our final hours. But the god gives us that gift of life and not not necessarily life like the goddess who who gives literal life to all things but the god is what makes living so enjoyable like the things that are associated with the god are music and dancing and friendship and joy and being goofy it's those things that i think separate us as people from the environment that we live around us is what we can partake in Um, and that's not to say that animals and the rest of the environment around us don't experience joy but that kind of particularly human understanding of the brevity of life and the things within life that make it enjoyable are a gift. Uh, The acceptance of an ending after all of that is a, a gift from God. And after I had that realization, I started finding more ways that I resonated with God. And one of them is, is I just love dead people. <laughs> I know that sounds so weird, but I love ghost stories and true crime stories and history. And I love visiting cemeteries. Like we're going to get into this more later, but my patron is Hades, which comes as a surprise to no one but me. But it's it's God that houses that kind of tension between the joy and ecstasy of living and 
the the pain and the fear of death. And I think for those of us that have experienced more grief than the average individual, especially this year with losing friends and family, having a face associated with death like God's, a face that is full of laughter and joy makes it a little easier. Um, I think that that kindness shows death is just the next step in the journey into another world afterward, whatever that is. If that is we go to a nice place to enjoy with our loved ones or we come back into this world, God is the one that's going to usher us there. And I think that's really great. And now would be a good time while we're thinking about the tension between the joyous God and the God that brings death to hear a quick word from our sponsor. Okay, but so God has already died. Died earlier in the wheel. And now we are looking forward to the celebration of his return. And with his return is going to come not only the sunshine and the light and the kind of positivity that brings, but I think also as God comes back, things are just going to look brighter, right? We have a vaccine coming out right now. Sure, it's only for healthcare workers, but it's coming. Um, We've got a new president. I recognize that amount of work that the new president is going to need to accomplish to kind of make this country feel secure in him. But it seems like with the coming of the new sun, we're literally and figuratively out of the dark. And I feel hopeful for the future and hopeful that God will set things right. And I I just, I have that belief in him. And I especially have had that belief in him since 2017. I took a trip to Salem, Massachusetts. That uh, The Salem Witch Trials was my history thesis. And also just as a witch, I kind of wanted to go to what is kind of ironically the witch capital of the United States. And I was afraid to go. I hadn't been on a plane since I was... 11. I was 20 at the time. Uh, And I was just really nervous about how things were going. And I kept myself up tossing and turning. And then I, I heard a voice. And it wasn't mine. It was a woman. While I was scaring myself to having knots in my stomach, I heard this voice say, God will be with you. And we had a wonderful trip. And everything was safe and everyone really had a great time. I learned everything I needed to. I met one of the single most amazing witches I've ever met in my life. She taught me so much. And that every time I'm afraid 
is something that I carry with me, is the idea that I know God is with me. And he's, he's with all of us, all of his hidden children. You know, there's a song by S.J. Tucker called Hymn to Herney that really resonates with me. And it's it's kind of raunchy. It's a little more about the great right, but my favorite line in that song is, we're walking in your power every day. And, you know, we're busy people. Like, we don't get to just wake up and live the most pagan lives that we want. But it's important to try to make your life as as religiously devotional as you want it for me i i i listen i would quit everything run away to the woods right now and become a pagan monk but that's not practical but i do try to carry the love and the light and the understanding and the happy go luckiness of the god in my life every day i feel like I at least owe him that much for everything he has done for me. And I hope you know, as fellow hidden children, he's he's done more for you than you might realize. And maybe you do realize and you feel that same gratitude. But the same with my last episode, is it's important to consider the moments that you've been at your lowest and what got you through those. For me, it has always been an uncanny coincidence that as an adult, looking back, I realize was the God being with me. Especially in my ambitions, God is always present. I find goddess to be more around when or at least more supportive when I'm feeling really emotional about something deeply personal Uh, maybe I'm grieving maybe I'm afraid but I feel the power of the God once I start doubting myself I don't know if you can hear that that's my cat (laughs) Um, as God doesn't doubt you God played so much of a role in your creation. He gave you all the tools that you need to be successful. And maybe your success looks different now than you wish it did, but it's important to remember to look at our lives and the roles we fill from a higher perspective. What small success have you had recently that 10 years ago you would have thought was impossible? What have you done for yourself and others that you haven't considered to be impactful? So I bet there's something. I know I have recently been feeling down on myself. I'm in a job I don't like. I have no idea what the next steps in my life look like. I'm feeling like I'm wasting time, but a bigger picture, 
I'm starting this podcast and I am trying to reach out to be a light to other pagans who need some support and guidance and love and understanding. I'm a great friend. I love big and those are attributes of myself that I I can thank God for for making me that way. He made me to be a fierce friend and an active pagan and somebody who can be downtrodden and disappointed and find that light. And I hope if you're struggling that you see that light too. And ironically, that is the light of the sun god. That every time you feel pushed to just complete the next step or do what you don't think you can, that's God. Or that's God putting that resilience and determination in you. You will face trials and tribulations because you have to. Life has to be hard. I thought for a long time, like, well, if the gods loved us, then why are there hardships? But what what kind of boring life would we lead without struggle? You know, and it's all about learning something. Every time we fear or grieve or feel disappointed and defeated, it's about learning more of why we are alive and how to be a better neighbor to those around us that will go through the same thing. But just like goddess, God has never abandoned you through those struggles. He's never abandoned me. And when it's been bleak and I've, I've cursed at God and I have, and I've, I've screamed at the sky wondering how a father could treat his child in, in the ways that I have suffered. And I remember it's because I have to learn. I don't, I don't know what's after this. I hope that I come back. And because I hope that I come back, I, I think every time I, I jump over a hurdle in this life, it's one that I won't have to jump over next life. And I will be closer and closer to understanding the meaning of it all and my place in the universe and reaching that point in enlightenment, which is a very... Um, Hindu and Buddhist thing, but I think it applies here in that the same God who is full of music and laughter and wine and joy is full of hardship and chaos and struggle and want and grief. 
in many ways, God is just that representation of life in every aspect of life, which makes so much sense as he is represented by the sun. In every way that the sun and fire brings comfort and life and happiness, it brings destruction and fear and illness. And these are things that we have to take as they come and take as a lesson instead of personally. And with enough understanding of our own finiteness and our own smallness compared to the grand scheme of things and and the bigger picture, I think we will be able to, as a society, especially as pagans, approach hardship with a more ready and stable mindset. But always... If you need extra support, always reach out to God. Especially if it's to do with matters of work and goals. He's your guy. He wants you to succeed. And he, he will do what's possible. And he will give you the tools necessary for that success. So in this coming week solstice week I hope you think about times where God has come through for you and ways that you can return that favor I'll be burning some cinnamon saying my prayers offering up my praise that way drinking lemon tea but you know worship looks differently for everybody and let me know how you're celebrating solstice if you're celebrating what you agreed with here we disagreed with here some perspectives that I should consider I'm really open to all of it it's all about having a better understanding of the universe and the gods and purpose so email me at ethne.aon at yahoo.com that's e-t-h-n-e period e-a-n at yahoo.com or give me a shout on twitter at pagan preaching and tell me whatever you want to tell me i'll be anxiously looking for any new messages and i hope that you just have a wonderful yule or holiday celebration with your friends and family and i will talk to you next sunday